Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Random Thoughts, where I talk about my real life random thoughts. Per usual, I want to thank my 30 Spotify followers. Thank you all once again for following my podcast. Please share with anyone and everyone who wants a good laugh at my expense. I'm on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple and Google Podcasts. Overcast, Amazon Music, Castbox, and Pocket Cast. Whoo, that was a lot. And again, everyone, whichever or whatever platform you listen to my podcast on, please go and review my podcast so it can show up as a suggested podcast to other podcast listeners. Um, thank you, everyone who ha- who has shared liked and followed my podcast page on Facebook. Um it is now it now has 435 followers. So let's get these Facebook followers to at least listen to the episode so my platform can grow. Can y'all kind of please help me with that? I know a lot of people say, well, I don't like I don't do podcasts. I promise you, you can tell them, please speak up for me. My podcast is unique. It is unscripted, unedited, and what you hear is what you get. It's not based on any one topic. It's just me and my six personalities talking to ourselves and letting you in our headspace with the random things that bother us or what we want to talk about. So let's get started. Um... Earlier this week, I did post on my Real Life Random Thoughts Facebook page that um, I was known as the Runaway Fiance. And I wanted you guys to guess how many engagements have I had. Um, So, only two people commented. Um, So, one said four. One said three. Um... It was actually five. Yes, your girl has been engaged five times since I've been 18 years old. So, let's get the story started with my first engagement. So, my first engagement happened with my second daughter's father. Um... I don't know if we had found out I was pregnant yet, but the engagement and the pregnancy kind of went hand in hand. I think we got engaged and then we found out we was pregnant. That's how I think I remember. Y'all, Monday, it'll be 23 years since we had our child. So this was 23 years ago. I barely can remember what happened 23 hours ago, let alone 23 years ago. But yes, I got engaged when I was 18 years old. Um, the engagement went like this. I'm going to tell y'all how these men folk proposed to me as well. But anyway, so the first one, um, he had come pick me up. Um, he lived in Honeyer Path. I lived in Greenwood, but he had then come to pick me up and we was going to Greenville for the weekend or something like, I know we went somewhere for the weekend, but anyway, I think it was Greenville, but anyway, it was. 2000, I don't know if it was before, I think it was Easter weekend if I'm thinking correctly, but anyway, we were going to Greenville and um, he kept fumbling with something behind my seat and his seat, and y'all know I ain't had the best relationships with men, I don't think I've been with a man that has not cheated on me maybe one or two I think okay I'm gonna tell you about one engagement I don't I don't think he's cheated on me but he could have I could just been that narcissistic yes I was narcissistic at one point in my life but anyway um so he kept fumbling with something and I was just like like what are you doing like what are you doing? Do you need me to grab the steering wheel so you can reach for what you're reaching for? Like, what are you doing? What you what you reaching for? And he was like, nothing, man, nothing. I got it. I got it. And I'm like, y'all, we was going up 25 from Greenwood. So 
bro man was swerving and I think he had been drinking because we I was 18, so he was 19. And I'm like, if we get pulled over, I can't drive this man car because he had a stick shift. To this day, I still don't know how to drive a stick shift. I ain't ashamed of it. I don't know how to drive it. Don't want to. Long as my car can go and drive in reverse, that's all I needed to do. Anyway, oh, I needed to park too. But anyway, so about a few minutes of him doing this, you know my mind, women's mind, get to rolling. So I think I said something, what you hiding? Like, what you trying to hide? Is something back there you don't want me to see? Like, is it somebody's underwear? Is it somebody's bra? Is it something that belongs to another girl? Is it something you don't want me to see? And he was like, nah, man, nah, I'm just trying to make sure everything's straight back there. Well, why you didn't make sure everything was straight before I got in the car? Why you gonna wait till we drive and see if everything is straight? And I kid you not, y'all, this led to a big argument. Like, we was going back. I Let me take it back. I was going back and forth. I can be honest. I was going back and forth. And he kept like, nah, man, nah, man, like, just calm down. Cool, man. Cool. Just calm down. You about to ruin everything. And I'm like, about to ruin everything? About to ruin what? But anyway, he comes and he puts this, we're still driving. He puts this ring box in my lap. And he was like, huh, man, just open it. So I opened it and it was an engagement ring and a wind band. And I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at the ring. I'm looking at him. I'm looking in the ring. And see, that was back, like I said, it was 2000. Like, now, anybody know, you give me some gold jewelry, we gonna fight. I am white gold, platinum, sterling silver, 100%. Do not buy me no yellow gold, no jewelry. Like, I, I'll wear it. I have it, because just certain outfits look better with it. But I prefer my silver. But my silver, my white gold, my platinum, whatever. So he was like, huh, man. It, it was a gorgeous ring. And I'm like, well, what does mean? And he was like, what you think it mean? And I'm like, I don't know. And he was like, man, you know what that mean. And I'm like, no, I don't. And he was like, you know what it mean. I mean, like, you know. Won't get married. <laughs> That's exactly how he said. You won't get married. I was like, yeah. And I think I just, I don't, I honestly at the time thought I loved him. So, and I thought he loved me. So I did say, yeah, I put the ring on. And as y'all know, even back then, y'all, I've been itty bitty my entire life. I was like 98 pounds. And the ring was so big, like, maybe two or three of my fingers could have fit in there. But anyway, that was engagement number one. Y'all know, that didn't work out. Niggas started beating on my ass. Anyway, well, he started beating on my ass. Then he cheated on me with a girl at work. Gave me an STD while I was pregnant with our child slash children. And, yeah, needless to say, that shit ain't work. Anyway. Fast forward to engagement number two. So engagement number two happened. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say 2004. So the first engagement was in 2000. Engagement number two happened in 2004. And I'll tell you how that engagement, how that relationship slash engagement happened. Well, I was introduced, I was dating this one guy, messing around, whatever, with this one guy. He had done completely broke my heart. And I was friends with this girl, and she was like, you just need, like, a real guy. You, you, your, your type really ain't doing you no good. Like, of course, y'all, all my life, I've loved tall, dark-skinned men, just dark-skinned men all together. And tall all together. But anyway, my first fiance was tall and light skinned, believe it or not. And this guy, she was like, I'm going to introduce you my cousin. He a real good man. He need a good woman. You need a good man. I really think y'all meant for each other. And I was like, okay. So I had went out on a blind date with him. And y'all, 
I don't know how old my listeners, but according to my podcast um thing that lets me see who my viewers are, your age group, your you know your color, what country you from, all of this, y'all about my age. But so y'all y'all remember that cartoon Garfield and Friends? They used to come on on Saturday mornings on CBS Kids, and y'all remember that segment in the show? They used to go to them farm animals. Um, Orson and Wade and all of them. Chatter's man look just the spitting image like Orson the pig birthed him. He was short, light skinned with a pig nose. When I say light skinned, he was lighter than me with a pig nose. Yes, believe it or not, with a goddamn pig nose. But anyway, I say I was narcissistic in this relationship because he was so insecure. I played on that and I used that to my advantage. I'm not proud. Now, I'm not proud of it. But back then, I thought, I honestly thought this shit was funny. So I'm like, like, he really thinks. I would want not I'm not saying I thought I was all this and that, but according to what he looked like, yeah, baby, I, I'm fine as shit. So I'm like, he really think I would want to be with him, like marry him, like, oh my God. But anyway, narcissistic, I do apologize. If I ever see him again in life, I will personally apologize to him because I really feel in my heart I need to, but I've never saw him again after we broke up. But anyway. So we dated. Um, at the time, I was working two jobs, going to x-ray school. I had my three girls. And this man sw- came in, swept me up, you know, came in, started paying my bills, telling me I needed to concentrate on school. He wanted to take care of me. And I was, I, I was tired, so I let him. You know, I was tired, so I let him. I ain't never been a chick to let a man take care of me. But at that moment, y'all, I was tired, and I let him. My child was not even, my baby girl wasn't even one yet. And I was tired. I was tired of going to bed at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning, getting them to daycare, getting me to school, going to one or two two of them doing drops. Y'all, I was tired. So, yes, I let him. I used him, and I know I did. Um, I can say it now. I used him. We got, when he asked me to marry him, he asked me to marry him on um, Valentine's Day, Valentine's weekend in 2004. Um, We were sitting in the parking lot of Outback. And um, I knew he was going to propose because he was a little idiotic. But he had took me (laughs) to uh, Friedman's Jewelers in Greenwood and... We were looking at rings, and he was picking out rings and checking my size. So I kind of knew it was coming. You know, I ain't stupid. So we were sitting in the parking lot at Outback, and he he was talking. But, you know, you're not interested in the person. You're really not listening to what they're saying. It was like, wong, wong, wong. But anyway, he was talking. He's like, I just want to know, you know, will you marry me? And I was like, yeah. Only thing I said was, okay. He was like, for real? I was like, okay. <laughs> That's all I said was okay. So we got engaged. Um, When we told my parents, they were happy for us. I, I think they were. They sounded like they were. But anyway, um, one day I was, y'all, I had went as far with this thing as I bought a dress. I bought a dress. I bought my dress from, I want to say, just formal. One of them formal places that used to be right there by Outback um, on 72 in Greenwood. One of them formal places. But y'all, the dress was gorgeous. It was cream. It, it was gorgeous. Oh, my God. I love that dress. And to this day, I wish I could find it again because I really love that dress. But anyway... Um, I had bought a dress. I, me and my mom were actually planning my wedding, you know, stuff like that. And my mom literally said, what do you want for a wedding present? 
it was one day I was I was there by myself um because he had started going to church with me and everything and I was at my parents house one one day by myself with the kids and me and my mom was talking about the wedding my mom was like what do you want for a wedding gift and y'all I was thinking it that's when I knew something was wrong with my ass because I was thinking it and it actually came out I didn't mean for it to come out and I said, in a, a divorce attorney. And my mom kind of laughed and she looked at me. And she said, you, you what? I said, in my, and I'm thinking, well, hell, I didn't say it. I may as well go on with it. I said, a divorce attorney. She said, what? I, she said, what we look like paying for a wedding and a divorce attorney. I said, mama, I don't want to stay married to him. And she was like, well, why are you marrying him? I said, because he take care of me like daddy used to. And my mama just looked at me and she was like, no, you don't marry someone to divorce them. I'm not. She said, you, we paying, we paying for a wedding or paying for nothing. And I really had to sit back and be like, oh, shit. My parents expect me to stay married to this man. So I was like, I can't do it. So eventually, you know, we did break up or whatever. I cheated. A lot. Um. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, that was. Because when I told y'all, I tried every way imaginable to break up with this man. And he had two kids. And I had my three kids. And, of course, he had two baby mamas or whatever. I literally, y'all, I could not stand his son. I hated that little boy. I don't know why. I just did. I hated him. But I, at that moment, I knew, like, when me and my mom talked, I, I knew I had to break up with him. So I tried, y'all. I was like, um, this is not going to work. Um, I don't like your son. Um, I, yeah, I told him. I was like, I don't like your son. I don't want your son around me or my kids. Like, this is not going to work. We're, we can't get married. Y'all, this man literally cried and said, well, I'll never bring him around y'all again. And I'm looking at him like, He's supposed to be our ring bearer for our wedding. What do you mean you're never going to bring him around again? He's like, if you feel that strongly about my son and you don't want to deal with him, I'll never bring him around you again. And as a mom, I'm looking at him like, nigga. And I'm like, so you're telling me you would choose me over your son? And this goes, it kind of builds on what I talked about on my last podcast he was like, well, you're going to be my wife. You have to come first. Your thoughts and feelings got to come first. And I'm looking at him like, my kid's going to always come before you. Like, bottom line, in the discussion, my kid's going to always come first. No. I say, at this point, I don't even want to be with you for the simple fact you are willing to neglect your son for me. Like, I ain't worth it. And I told him that. I said, I'm not worth it. And he was like, yes, you are. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, nobody's worth your children. No one is ever worth your children. And I was like, okay, like, I was trying to break up with you. But, like, dude, like, now I don't want to even be with you for the simple fact you, you're telling me you would choose me over your son. Like, I'm done. He didn't accept that. So I pawned my engagement ring. He found out and he went and got it back. I pawned it again. He found out and he went and got it back. So I'm like, God damn, what is it going to take for you to leave me? And he was like, nothing. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I started cheating. And eventually, I guess he got tired of it. So he told me that I had to stop cheating if I wanted to be his wife. I say, I'm cheating because I don't want to be your wife. I keep telling you this. I've been telling you this. So, of course, we eventually broke up. Thank God we eventually broke up. But, um, yeah, I kind of went about it the wrong way, but we did. 
Anyway, that was engagement number two. Engagement number three was the one marriage that I had. I did have a marriage, my one marriage. Um, I was, me and my ex-husband, we met through mutual friends. Um, the way we met, like I said, we're through mutual friends, an x-ray friend of mine and her boyfriend slash baby daddy, you know, uh, he, my ex-husband was the boyfriend, baby daddy's best friend. And, um, I was her friend. So when they would, you know, have like, they were that couple that had the cookouts, the get togethers, the game nights, the Everybody coming over because we got extra money to buy some meat. So we're going to have a cookout today. They, that, they were that couple. So everybody would always be at their house. And y'all, when I say this man, my ex-husband used to sh- This man used to show up all the time with a different woman. And when now one of them, his first wife. So I knew then he wasn't shit. And when I say the ex-wife would always find out he was at their place and... She would always find out. She would always show up and show her ass. And the shit would be so goddamn funny. I remember one time she bought his his clothes over to their house. She threw the clothes out the car and set them on fire in the people's yard. Y'all, this was so funny because he, my ex-husband, was dating his wife's sister's best friend. So his wife's sister, he was dating his sister-in-law's best friend, messing with her. But y'all, that shit was so funny. So when my friend told me, you know, somebody want to talk to you. And I'm like, who? And she said, him? Child, I holler. I said, ain't no goddamn way. In the hell, I'm going to talk to that man. She was like, why? I say as much drama as that man got around him. I say, first of all, he is married. Oh, he don't love her. He about to separate from her. I do not care. He is married. I say, and he's messing with his sister-in-law's best friend? Like, no, I'm not doing that. And when she told him, I said, no, like, this man pursued me. Like, I told him no from 2005 until 2009. Yeah, my ex-husband chased me for four years. Four years he chased me. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, no. So one time he had came home on leave and I kind of was bored. So I did like, um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm OCD and my area rug in my living room shifted and it's bothering me. But anyway, that's why y'all hear me shifting. But anyway, um, I was bored. I didn't have any, I didn't have kids. So I went, I went and, um, we had a good time and he was like, so what's it going to take for you to be with me? I say a divorce, like you got to get divorced. He was like, well, I'm working on it. I said, well, when it happens, let me know. But in the meantime, in between time, he never stopped pursuing me. Um, I even, um, had my son. Um, while he was pursuing me, I was with my son's father and he was still pursuing me, pursuing me. He just, but I never would cave in because he wasn't divorced. Um, so I want to say my son was about, oh my gosh, maybe two or three weeks old. And, um, I called that friend, um, and I was talking to her. Well, I called that friend and her boyfriend slash baby daddy answered her phone and I was like you know can I speak to her he was like um she went to the store she left her phone at the house I was like oh okay no problem I was like well just tell her to call me when she get back and he was like all right cool so we hung up well about two minutes later my phone rang from a number I did not recognize but it was a Greenwood number I was living in Columbia at the time so I knew it was a Greenwood number so it was probably somebody I knew so I answered the phone and he was like, what's up? I was like, you know, hey, uh, who is this? And he told me it was him. And I was like, how did you get my number? And he was like, out of, out of her phone. Out of her phone? Yeah, you just call and I'm here 
I'm I'm right here with, you know, her baby daddy or whatever. And we chilling. So I just got the number out the phone and I'm calling you to see, you know, are you ready to give me a chance? I'm like, a no. Like, no. Like my son was three weeks old and he and that that moment my son cried. And he was like, You had a baby? I was like, Yeah. He was like, You had a baby. I was like, yeah, you had a baby on me. I said, how did I have a baby on you? We're not even together. Like, I've never gave you a second thought. And he was like, you had a baby. Yes, my baby is three weeks old. I had a baby. And he was like, that's all good. I guess we got seven kids. Now, hold up. Wait a minute. No, the hell we don't. Because I'm not dealing with you, dude. Like, I'm not dealing with you. I'm not. So... He just kept calling me that night, that night. He just kept calling, kept calling. Just to, He just wanted to come see me. And I'm like, okay, fine. If I let you come see me, will you leave me alone? He was like, yes. That was before you knew we knew how to block people, y'all. That was 2008. So he came to Columbia. He saw me. And um, when he knocked on my door, he had papers in his hand. And he was like, for four years, you wouldn't even talk to me. Because you said I was married. I said, exactly. And he handed me his divorce papers. And I looked at him like, what? And he was like, I'm divorced. I said, and what does this mean? He was like, we can be together. No, because, dude, you do me the way you did your ex-wife? I'm chopping you up. Jeffrey Dahmer style. We good. Nah, I'm not leaving my kids for no nigga because I killed you. No, I'm good. You're not going to play me stupid. He was like, I would never do that to you. Like, I never would. But long story short, he still pursued me even though he showed me his divorce papers. I finally caved. And our engagement went like so. We were on the phone. Like I say, he was overseas. We were on the phone one day. He was like, I would really like to marry you. I said, you would? And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And that's just how it went. And he was like, so you think we could get married? I was like, yeah, I don't see why not. Like, sure. Like, no one's never, y'all, gotten on their knee, not even the next two, on their knee and asked me to marry them. But anyway, I'm like, okay, cool, sure, whatever. So when he came home for Christmas, uh, he put a ring on it. <laughs> so he never put got down on one knee. He just brought me the ring that he bought and we went to go get it sized. Um, something was wrong with the ring. So we ended up taking the diamonds out of that ring and putting it in a new setting. And voila, I was engaged. Um, Christmas Eve of 2009, and then I was married June 2010. That's how that went. Anyway, let's go to engagement number four. This is funny. So engagement number four is a guy that I met. I can't even remember what one of them damn apps I met him on. But I met him in 2016. So I met him. We, you know, went on, on a couple of dates together. And, you know, and he was that guy that like, you know how some women just get clean, you know, they attach real fast. And I used to be that way. Let me take that. I'm like that with people I really like, I guess. Whatever. Because I'm kind of like that with the guy that I'm with now. Yeah, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop because apparently I talk too much. But anyway, um, so... That one went kind of fast. I met him in January by by uh, Valentine's Day. We were engaged. And we were telling his family and my family. And um, one day, I was on the phone with his sister and his mom. And the ladies let it slip that old buddy was a bigamist. 
Um, this dude was married in California currently at that time as I was engaged, preparing for a wedding, looking at dresses, preparing for a wedding. Um, uh, he was married to a woman in California and he was also married to a woman in Georgia, in Atlanta. Um, when you go for a marriage license, people, they do search their da database, meaning the state that that court is located in. They search that database and dude knew that because he was a computer. He used to build computers and computer programs. So he knew that. I didn't know that until all of this happened. Um, but um, whatever state you apply for a marriage license in, they only check that state's database. They don't go to other states to see if you're married somewhere else. So if you apply for a marriage license in South Carolina and you've never been married in South Carolina or you've been married but divorced and they can see that, you can get your marriage license. But if you are married in Georgia, Florida, Alabama, New York, California, Washington State, Hawaii, anywhere in the country, you can be married. But if you apply for a license in another state that you aren't married in and they don't see that you're married, that's how you can get a marriage license. That's how you can be married in that state. And that's how bigamy happens. Men are married to women in different states. And I was going to be number three in South Carolina until I found this out and kicked his sorry ass to the curb. And on top of that, he was going to get kicked to the curb anyway because he was so jealous of my kids. Like, he said, you always spend time with your kids. Well, that's what a mama's supposed to do, motherfucker. I'm sorry, I was going to say motherfucker. Well, motherfucker. That's what a mama's supposed to do. Shit the fuck. I've been a single mama since I was 17. Yes, I, I'm going to put my kids. Until recently, I, I was that woman that always put my kids first. And I did put my kids before my husband when I was married. Hell, I did. And I'm not ashamed of it. But I did. But anyway, um, how he asked me. He asked me to, oh, I, I take that back. He did get on one knee and asked me to marry him, y'all. But he ain't had no ring. He did not have a ring. He proposed to me with a necklace. Yeah. A necklace. A necklace. But anyway, we move forward. And then we have engagement number Let's talk about engagement number five, y'all. I've mentioned him in a couple of my damn podcasts already, Michael Willis. Anyway, and I'm going to name all my engagements to who I was engaged to at the end. I'm sipping on my liquor. Sorry, y'all. So, I was with this short, light-skinned guy. With no teeth in his mouth. Anyway. We regress. And. Um, the way I got proposed to here. This man loved. We lived in Augusta, Georgia together. But this man loved. To go to Abbeville. Every damn weekend. Now, when he was in Abbeville, he was talking so much shit about the people he hang out with in Abbeville. Uh, Freddie Jr., um, what's the rest of them cats he used to be with? Anyway, it, it'll come to me. It, it'll come to me in a minute. All them guys that stayed in those trailers across from the old right middle in the white folks projects, yeah, down on C, um, lower C session. Yeah, he was talking shit about all y'all. All y'all, honey. All y'all. Chris Marsh and them. Yeah, he was talking shit about everybody. But anyway, he said one night he would come, he came home and he's like, man, them people ain't gonna never leave Abbeville. They act like ain't nothing better outside of Abbeville. 
I say, well, you going back every damn weekend show ain't proving them wrong. I don't go back. I go back. I do go back. I love Abbeville. I love Abbeville. That is hometown to my core. But y'all, I go back when my cousin invite me to go on a wine walk. If she invite me to do something with her up there, um, I go back. I go back. I, I can honestly say I don't go back and visit family anymore, but I do go back. But this man was there every weekend. Yes, y'all see that I see that is stuff outside of Abbeville because I don't go back. I ain't saying I ain't going to never go back. I just don't go back right now. But anyway, I told him, I said, well, you there every weekend showing them you'd rather be there than Augusta where it's 50 times more things to do in Augusta than it is in Abbeville. So you showing them why they shouldn't leave because your ass keep going back. And what I found out, I think his ass back there now. But that ain't my problem no more. Anyway, I'm talking about our engagement. Anyway, so I had started becoming distant with him. And, you know, he was doing his thing. I was doing my thing. We weren't really speaking. We weren't really talking, texting. Um, I worked night shift. He worked days. So we really just saw each other in fucking passing, really. But um, I was honestly about to leave. Me and my children, I had found me somewhere to go. And I was finna leave him. Um... So one day he came home. I was off that night for some reason. He came home and just started talking to me. And I'm like, why is he talking to me? He don't talk to me. Like, I'm looking at him weird. But he started talking to me. And couldn't find out he just wanted some. So in the, at the end it was no it wasn't the end it was in the beginning of him trying to get him some we was talking and he was mumbling something he was talking y'all i think i got adhd because people be talking to me and i know they talking i just don't be paying attention to what they saying i don't know I think I got ADHD, but I'm too old to take medicine for it. Now, nah, shit, I'm 42. We better let this shit ride. Anyway, he said, don't make me regret doing this. And I said, doing what? And he pulls, y'all, anybody who knows me, I do not like gaudy jewelry. I don't like now, if I ever get engaged again, I do want to be, I do want at least a two carat ring, carat and a half, two carat three. I ain't with that four, five. It's just too big. It'll take over my hand because I got itty bitty fingers. I have little fingers. So gaudy big jewelry don't look good on my itty bitty fingers, on my little wrist, on my little neck. It just don't look right. But he was like, gave me this big, ugly gaudy ring it was just it's his style because he likes flashy and showy i don't like flashy and showy i like simple and elegant yeah i'm a thug yeah i'm a tomboy but I, yeah i'm a i'm a bohemian whatever rastafarian whatever but i'm simple and elegant i'm not big and showy and flashy that's not who i am but to each his own and he just, you know, everybody know Michael Wheeler's like to be flashy and showy. Let me tell y'all, that nigga broke his shit. Anyway, um, he gave me this big, ugly, gaudy, flashy, showy ring that I almost threw up on. But I took it because I knew that's who he was. That what he, that's what he was about. And he was like, he just put it on my finger. I was like, what does it mean? He said, we get married. That's exactly what that nigga said. We get married. <laughs> so I tell my kids, I tell my fam, my parents, I tell my brothers, everybody happy for us. Um, Cause y'all know he is my oldest brother's God brother or whatever. But anyway, 
Long story short, short story long, I was washing my hands at work wearing my ring. And y'all, I kept asking my middle daughter, I say, don't you think this ring, the band turning colors? She said, Mom, I just think it's your eyes. Because y'all know I have papilledema with pseudotumors where my body produces too much cerebral spinal fluid. And it causes my optic nerves to, to swell. Um, if I don't take my medicine like I'm supposed to, I will have temporary blindness. The longest I've been blind is three days. But anyway, she was like, well, mama, you know, you, you, you might be having a flare. You might be going blind. I was like, no, I see spots on this ring. Like I see it. I know I see it. So I, I had my son with me. I was taking my son back to Durham one weekend after we got engaged and I call my little cousin and I'm talking to her on the phone and I go girl I think my ring is fake and she goes what and I and I'm telling her I think it's fake I say I see because it was winter time when I was taking him back so I was coming back he lives in Durham North Carolina so I was coming back to get back home and I stopped off like in Charlotte at the Starbucks to get me some coffee to help me get back to the house because I was getting sleepy. And I'm looking at, you know, it's dark outside. You know, it's light. So I'm just like, she's like, girl, it's probably just how the lights outside and the headlights and stuff looking at your ring. I'm like, nah, cuz I think this shit fake. Like, I feel like it's copper coming through. And she's like, girl, you crazy. So I said, I'm going to take a picture of it. I'm going to send it to you. So I took a picture and I sent it to her. She was like, I don't see it. You don't see it. I don't see it. Now, God damn it, I know what I see. She said, well, I don't see it. I said, all right, cool. You don't see it. Y'all, <laughs> this was, is this during the pandemic? Right before the pandemic. Yeah, it was right before the pandemic. And y'all, I kid you not, the next fucking day, I was scrolling on that app called Wish, and my ring popped up. Two dollars. <laughs> Two goddamn dollars. Now, let me tell y'all something about Michael Willis. That man has bought me rings before. He has bought me bracelets. He has bought me necklaces. He has bought me earrings. Every piece of jewelry that man bought me, he gave me the receipt from the jeweler because he put insurance on it. Y'all, my engagement ring didn't come with no receipt. It ain't come with no box. I'm trying to tell him that it's too big, like I need to go get it sized, whether I take it. Oh, we going to take it, we going to take it, we going to take it. Well, I can't wear it to work every night because I feel like I'm going to lose it. Y'all, my goddamn ring popped up on Wish for $2. $2. Y'all, I screenshotted that motherfucking ring and I sent that damn text to that motherfucker so fast. I said, I'm only worth two goddamn dollars. All the shit I've gone through. All the shit bitches been calling me, Facebook messaging me, talking about they pregnant by you. All the shit we done went through and I'm worth two fucking dollars. I'm sorry. I was I was I'm I was trying to save up and get you a, a, a better ring because I, I know you don't like flashy. So why did you even ask me to marry you? He goes, cause I knew you were leaving. So you thought proposing to me would get me to stay? He said, well, I still want us to be engaged. I just, I just want you to give me some time to buy you a better ring. Ain't no gold digger. Ditter. Ain't no, I'm drinking too damn much of this rum. I'm no gold digger anymore. So I said, okay, I understand. You're right. It's not about the ring. It's about the commitment. Bullshit. 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 Because right after I found that shit out, 
<clears throat> we start talking about setting a date. And I mean, talking about setting a date, this man would get furious with me for talking about setting a date. Come to find, he told on himself, y'all. I had seen a picture of his, what I thought was his ex-wife on Facebook one day. And I was like, oh, she's getting married. And he says, I don't know how. What you mean by that? I'm just saying, I don't know how. Well, this is who, this is who she was with. Oh, that's my cousin. Your cousin? Damn. See, I say, see, that's why I ain't want to be with nobody from Manville. Everybody related. I ain't related to too many people in Manville, but goddamn, this man related to every fucking body. But anyway, I'm like, what? Huh? Yeah. I said, but what do you mean? You don't know how she if she can get married if she want to. Like, what the fuck? And he started smirking. So my spidey senses said, hello. So I did my little investigation and found out they were still legally married. They were not divorced like he told me back in 2017 when we got together. By this time, this is 2020, y'all. 2020. And he told me that they were divorced. And they weren't. I had been with this man for almost four years. Engaged going on a year. And living with him for three. I left. He went to work one night. I went around the corner where I was hiding the U-Haul and I packed me and my kids shit and I left and I've never looked back. And that is the story of how I've been engaged five times. So instead of doing my weekly promotions, I know that was a crazy story, y'all. Crazy stories. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But um, instead of doing my promotions, y'all know the three I normally do. If you need some HVAC stuff, uh, reliable maintenance, Augusta, Georgia, James Wheeler, that's my son-in-law. You want his number, hit me up. You need some food in the area, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, hit up my auntie, Sharon Parks. SNH Catering, Greenwood, South Carolina. You want the number? Hit me up. Um, in Texas, the DFW area, Dallas, Fort Worth. Y'all want some cleaning? Call Lawless Cleaning Solutions. You want the number? Hit me up. Better yet, go back and listen to the elder episodes and you will get those promotions and their information. So do that as well. But in the midst of me uh, thinking about what I was going to talk about during this podcast, you know, something came across my mind, you know. Um, So I just want to share this with y'all for the end. Um, To anybody who's listening to my podcast, any man, any woman, boy, girl, marriage isn't easy. And I know people say marriage is just a piece of paper. Well, so is money. But we work hard at getting it every day. A a lease and a mortgage is a piece of paper as well. But it's also a roof over our head. And we work hard to keep it every day. Everything in life is a piece of paper. And we work hard every day. To keep it together. So if I ever become a wife again. This is what I can guarantee. I can guarantee we're going to have tough times. I can guarantee at some point one or both of us are going to want to leave. But I guarantee I'll never give up on us. 
I'll never stop making us a lasting relationship and a lasting love. We won't always be happily together, but we will last together happily. And I just want everyone who has that love, that has that marriage, that had that perfect engagement, enjoy it. Embrace it. Be glad because some of us want it. You know, be glad you got it. Everything ain't perfect every day. But that's what makes marriage and love work. Two imperfect people being perfect for each other. So, again, y'all, please like, share, and follow my Real Life Random Thoughts podcast page on Facebook. Um, It is a public page. Anyone can post their show ideas, ask questions, promote small Black-owned businesses. I've changed it to small minority-owned businesses. Um, you can review my podcast business page on Facebook. Um, I also have an Instagram page you can follow at Real Life Random Thoughts Podcast. You can also follow me on TikTok at Real Life Random Thoughts, or you can email me at Real Life Random Thoughts at gmail.com. I did post a TikTok before I recorded my podcast. So if you want to like it, I said I was going to start doing that every week. I have started that today, so you can go to my TikTok at Real Life Life Random Thoughts on TikTok and look at what I put up. You see me. I am in my Christmas pajamas. I have my butterfly cup with my rum in it, and I am sitting on my couch about to stop this podcast so I can watch me some Christmas movies and enjoy the rest of my night the rest of my weekend. Um, So I want to thank you all for listening once again, everyone. And I I just, I'm I'm just overwhelmed with the, the feedback you guys are giving me, especially to Orion Brooks and Anthony Smith. You guys tell me every week and Tanya Lawless to keep going. Like, and that's what gives me the drive to keep going. I know I didn't post last week. I had, y'all, I've been so sick on and off. I hadn't spent time with my grandbabies. So I needed my Maverick. And my grandbaby was here with me last weekend. And I didn't care about this podcast. I want to spend time with my grandbaby. And that's what I did. But anyway, thank you all for listening, everyone. And remember, be good or be good at it. Have a good one.